0: It's
1: Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free.
0: I tried to imagine how I would have felt if this encounter had taken place six months ago, before I'd ever seen Bella's face. I thought I would have been unperturbed. Once I'd seen these visitors' minds, I would have been confident that there was nothing to worry about. Probably, I would even have been excited about the novelty of newcomers and the variation they would add to the pattern of our usual game. Now I could feel nothing but dread, panic, and guilt. I'm sorry, Bella, I breathed, just loud enough for her to hear. The strangers were too close for me to risk speaking at a greater volume. It was stupid responsible to expose you like this I'm so sorry she just stared at me the whites showing all around her irises I wondered if she kept silent because of my warning or if she just had nothing to say to me Emily what we got a new patron this week yay guess who it is who is it it's Bailey from England Bailey
1: hi (laughs) welcome welcome and thank you we have a new character hitting the shop. It's probably already out already, so if you haven't gone to our Etsy recently, you can now find an Aro sticker oh. <laughs> available.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's can I say that it was inspired by our beautiful girl Sharo Forever, from Forever Sharo the Instagram (laughs) the cosplayer the legend
1: yes I did instruct Aaron if you happen to accidentally blur a feature or two no one will be mad we'll all be excited so that's available in there we have a couple other Volturi stickers that'll probably be up there with it and Aaron has also been working on some valentines so if those aren't in the shop yet they will be soon so stay tuned
0: Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. My name is Maren.
1: My name is Emily. And we are Remember Remember Twilight? Twilight?
0: Emily. What? Do you (laughs) remember Twilight? I do. Do you remember how everything was going fine and everything was great and Bella and Edward finally got together and even Charlie and Edward were like giggling at Bella and how silly she is and then all of a sudden... Scary, scary, scary. Yeah, scary, scary. I do till the end. Yeah. Scary. Uh
1: huh. Okay. Yeah. I
0: was. I'm not prepared. <laughs> I rewrote the end of this chapter just so everybody knows. I'll read it to you at the end. It's very short. It's one sentence long.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, we're talking today about Midnight Sun, chapter twenty-one, the, the game. game. Uh, last week, though, we were getting a little bit of Carlisle backstory, and then there was a a, a show of a bedroom, um, <laughs> some mid-air somersaulting. Some would call it a bedroom. <laughs> Others, a recording studio. <laughs> and last we know, uh, it's time for the family baseball game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I almost just started reading the chapter out loud. (laughs) Okay, so,
1: (laughs) I mean, that's basically what we do here. You're not too far off. It's just so good. (laughs) Okay, so they've been hanging out. Edward's like, okay, gotta remember, Bella has to eat. And so I have to take her home soon because I have no food at my house, but I, I'll fix that later. But okay. for right now,
0: it's a cute idea of Edward to bring food into his house. But what he doesn't understand is that whether he's there or not, she doesn't eat. And second of all, sp- food spoils. True. So what's he going to do? Just get nothing but canned foods in there for Bella? they
1: will just be frozen lasagnas.
0: Frozen. <laughs> That's very sweet of him.
1: So many frozen lasagnas. <laughs> So he's like, okay, we can go back to Bella's house. She can eat. We can hang out for a little while. I'll have to leave so then she can tell Charlie that I'm coming over. We can do the whole introduction. La, 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 la. And so he's driving Bella home. They get to her house. Uh Uh-oh. A Ford in the driveway? It's seen better days, Edward (laughs) says. (laughs) Parked where Charlie usually parks. And so he looks over. And what would you know it? But there is... A boy and a man on the porch.
0: I don't like it when rich people make fun of poor people's cars. <laughs> it makes me
1: mad. True. A car is there to be used. Thank you. You're welcome. So
0: this boy and this man on the porch. The blacks, of
1: course. Yeah.
0: Uh, that was the grossest sound I've ever ah. made. <laughs>
1: And in this scene of this chapter, this chapter is really like five chapters in one. It's so many. (laughs) But for this part of it, we get a lot of Billy dialogue through the mind. So Billy's thinking, oh, man, Bella's home before Charlie. That sucks. Jacob's just thinking, sweet, it's Bella. (laughs) And Edward's like, okay, so they don't know I'm here yet, but I have an idea of why they're here. And they suspect there may be a little bit of treaty-ness
0: yeah, but to talk then about. Edward's like, doesn't he,
1: like, understand who
0: the treaty is literally to protect mm-hmm. him? Mm-hmm. Like, ugh,
1: right? Right. He says that out loud, but Bella doesn't really hear him, but she looks at him. <laughs> And then Jacob sees that Edward is driving the truck. And then Billy sees that Edward is driving the truck.
0: Well, guess what Billy does? Starts freaking out. No, freaking
1: out. No, no, <laughs> Give
0: it a rest, Bill.
1: But Jacob's just like, hmm, are they dating? <laughs> Billy's like, should I tell Jacob to make a break for it? Is it already too late? How did it know that I'd be here? And so Edward knows for sure that they're not just coming over to see Charlie. So he parks the truck, and he stares Billy down.
0: <laughs> Until Billy literally
1: looks away.
0: I love it. So <laughs> good.
1: Bella's like, is he here to tell Charlie? And Edward just nods. And she's like, uh, I got this. You don't. Me. Not you, me. I go. <laughs> and Edward- She knows
0: men too well. <laughs> she's like, I cannot let the men
1: handle this problem. True. So Edward's thinking through all the things that he'd love to do right now, such as smile at them, uh, get real close to them, um, uh, be tall amongst them. <laughs> see,
0: you can't you can't let your boyfriend go do that.
1: That's so embarrassing. <laughs>
0: it's really embarrassing.
1: And so he's like, okay, yes, you go. Be careful. The child has no idea.
0: Don't call him a child in front of
1: Bella. Bella gets a nose flare, I'm sure.
0: (laughs) I'm positive.
1: Looks at him. And she goes, Jacob's not that much younger than I am. And Edward's like, oh, (laughs) I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know, sweetie. Pat, pat, pat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You. (laughs) Get out out of my car right now. (sighs) So Bella sighs and she's, she's... headed out and edward tells him to get them inside so he can leave and he'll be back around desk bella offers him the check he says i (laughs) could sleepwalk faster and she's like rude rude also you don't have to leave
0: honestly just wait for a minute go up to my bedroom right now yeah
1: (laughs) no one will know you're there who's gonna know they're not going to know but he's like, actually, I do have he to. He has to go put on his
0: baseball uniform. <laughs> That's what he has to do,
1: and he has to pick out the best hat for Bella to wear.
0: <laughs> the smallest brim, the puffiest head covering. Yes, I don't know why. Puffy is
1: correct. <laughs> uh, but he's like, it's fine. After that, you get rid of them. You have to tell Charlie about me, and Bella's like, cool, great, love that for me. <laughs> And so he's like, I'll be back soon. And he looks back over at the humans on the porch. <laughs> Jacob's really embarrassed that cha- that uh, Billy would drag him over here just to spy on Bella and her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Billy expecting Edward to start ripping people's throats out at any moment.
0: He thinks this is what happens. <laughs> he thinks, I mean, like, okay. Honestly, I'm like, all right. I can see why Billy's scared. There is a history, but not with the Collins. There is not a history with the Collins. The history with the Collins is spotless. He's not gonna just
1: suddenly start ripping apart brown boys. Yeah. Uh, before Bella can quite get out of the truck, though, he leans on over for a goodbye kiss, <laughs> and instead of a a lip kiss, he. He gives her a throat kiss. Oh, Billy, freaking out. Bella, freaking out. (laughs) Very different reasons. She tells him to come back soon and hops out. And she goes over and she's like, yo, hey, hey, Charlie's gone. Hope you haven't been here for too long. And Billy's like, no, not long. Has his bag of stuff. Fish fry. Wanted to bring this over. She's like, cool, come on in. Smiling the whole time. Edward's like. Maybe she is a little bit of a good actress. here's
0: what she's doing. She's doing all of the things that us women have to do to keep men calm.
1: (laughs) (laughs) True. So she grabs the bag, gets him inside. Before she closes the door, she (laughs) looks back at Edward and then closes the door. (laughs) And Edward quickly moves from the truck to his usual tree. His usual tree. His usual tree. And he is going to eavesdrop because he needs to know exactly what happens here so he can go report back to Carlisle.
0: No, he's completely right. Billy is unhinged at
1: this (laughs) point. So Billy casually tries to figure out what's going on. Like, oh, Charlie's fishing. I could go down there and meet him. And Bella's like, no, he definitely is someplace (laughs) new. Don't know where. And... Billy's thinking to himself, why doesn't she want me to see Charlie? She couldn't possibly know what I need to warn him about. And Bella makes a face and it reminds Billy of one of his daughters. And he's like, I just need to get Bella alone to talk to her.
0: Okay, but hold on. This really like dug deep into my gut where he what Billy was reminded of is his one daughter who never visits Probably for a good reason, Billy. Honestly. Back off. Yeah. I wouldn't visit you either if I was your daughter. <laughs> I don't visit my dad. It's what we have to do to protect ourselves. Yeah. From the toxicity. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. I can't stop. I'm pushing the microphone away.
1: <laughs> okay. So he tells Jake to go get a picture of Rebecca from the car for Charlie. And is like... Wire.
0: I'm so irritated that Jacob falls for this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sure that he regularly gives Charlie pictures of his kids.
1: Yeah, literally. No. We get another description of Jacob's thoughts by Edward being pure and clear. But they're gloomy now because he's thinking about that kiss and he's trying to think, was Bella super into it? I don't know. Um, he wishes that he was a little bit older so Bella would think of him romantically and but he's like whatever heads out gives the place the old snifferoo and goes something's nasty in here he's already wolfing he's wolf his nose fibers have begun the wolf process that's the
0: first thing that happens is your nasal cavities get real sensitive to that vampire
1: smell yeah (laughs) really interesting that
0: was Really cool to read. Mm-hmm. Immediately, Jacob, oh my gosh, he's so sensitive. Yeah. He's a sensitive boy.
1: <laughs> and Edward's like, that's weird. I don't smell anything off. Maybe it's a bag. I don't know. It's you. <laughs> Billy tells him it's in the trunk. And so Jacob just gets up, shoulders slumped, walks out, starts moving stuff around in the car. Still think about that kiss. Mm. And inside, Billy and Bella were facing off. (laughs) Billy tries to think of how to start this, but before he can say anything, Bella just walks to the kitchen, so he has to follow her.
0: Yes, Bella! Walk away from
1: aggressive men. Mm
0: -hmm. 100%.
1: And then Bella turns around and she's like, Charlie's not going to be back for a long time. And... Billy's trying to think, like, why is she keeping this a secret? How do I tell her without actually telling her? And Bella's like, thanks again. <laughs> <laughs> Bella's words
0: were clearly a dismissal, mm-hmm. but Billy didn't think she looked surprised when he held his ground. She sighed and folded her arms across her chest.
1: Mm hmm. Uh, Billy goes, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> And she just stands there and he goes, Bella, Charlie is one of my best friends. And Bella just goes, yes. <laughs> he continues. I notice you've been spelling, spending a lot of time with the Collins." And again, she says, yes. <laughs> and he goes, maybe it's none of my business, but I don't think that's such a good idea. And she goes, you're right. None of your business. <laughs> and then... He's really weirded out by why she's so mad, but he's like, "Okay, Bella, maybe you don't know this, but the Collins have an unpleasant reputation on the reservation."
0: Not the Collins, vampires. Vampires. Mm-hmm. The Collins have a perfectly spotless reputation on the on the reservation. Yeah,
1: and Bella's like, "No, I did know that, but it's not deserved, huh? Because they don't do anything. They've never been there." <laughs> And Billy's like, what in the... Does she know? How? (laughs) She... No, she can't know. And he's like, hmm, you seem well-informed. And she goes, hmm, maybe more well-informed than you are. whoa. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) And he's like, I wonder what they told her to make her, like, so defensive and so protective of them. Probably some romantic fairy tale.
0: (laughs) I... (laughs) No. No. Not, Not the part where... Edward admitted to her that he's a murderer and not the part where Edward admitted to her that Jasper and Jasper fought in the Revolutionary War. (laughs) (laughs) Not the part where Edward told her that Carlisle used to hang out with the Volturi. Mm -hmm. Not any of those parts. Definitely not those
1: ones. (laughs) Uh, He asks if Charlie is as well informed and she goes, Charlie likes the Collins a lot. Carlisle. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, okay, so Charlie doesn't know anything. And so he tells her, it's not my business, but it might be Charlie's. Bella just stares him down. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, the girl looks like a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And she goes, that's my business, though, whether or not I tell him, right? Another stare down. Billy sighs first. And He thinks to himself, Charlie wouldn't believe me anyway. I'll just have to keep watch on everything. And he agrees with her.
0: He goes, right here, can't alienate him again. You guys (laughs) are gonna love it when you find out what he did last time to alienate Charlie. Mm -hmm. I didn't know when I got to that part. I was like, oh man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Billy. So he just tells her to think about what she's doing. And she goes, okay. And And then Edward notices Jacob, and Jacob's thinking, oh, crap, (laughs) I'm stupid. He just wanted me to leave. And he's like, okay, he's probably embarrassing me. I have to go in there. What if he told her something stupid, Uh, slams the trunk, (laughs) runs inside. And before he can come in, he tells Bella, what I meant to say was, don't do what you're doing.
0: Ew. Don't do what you're doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's my only response.
1: (laughs) True. Bella doesn't say anything. Jacob slams the door open. He says, there's no picture anywhere in that car. (laughs) (laughs) And Billy's just like, oh, I guess I left at home. And Jacob's just like, great. And then Billy's like, all right, well, bye. Tell Charlie we were here. (laughs) Poor Jacob. What is happening? (laughs) (laughs) We're leaving already? Billy's like, yeah, Charlie's going to be out late. And Jacob's like, my dad's crazy. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Sorry. Sorry, Jacob. He is.
1: Mm -hmm. So he's like, well, I guess I'll see you later, Bella. (laughs) (laughs) Bella says, sure. (laughs) Billy says, take care. (laughs) Bella, again, does not say anything. So Jacob helps Billy out. Bella follows him over. She looks at the truck. No one's in there. She waves goodbye, shuts the door before they're even in the car. So Edward's like, okay. Okay. I can either go in there and talk to Bella about what just happened, or I can keep getting the tea and run after their car until <laughs> they pass the treaty line. So, of course, our gossip queen, Edward, follows them.
0: Wouldn't you? Yes. If you could just read everybody's mind.
1: Always. Yes. <laughs> so he follows them. Uh, he has to go a different way to stay in the trees because it's the middle of the day. And eventually he, cap- uh, he catches up to them. And Jacob's just thinking about the kiss and he decides that Bella definitely was into it. (laughs) And Billy is remembering something, which Edward also has a memory of. So then we get a, a memory flashback here of two and a half years ago when the Cullens were all in Alaska still visiting on their way to move back to Forks. But they had to do something first. Carlisle already had his job. Esme had already bought the house. So all that they had to do was contact the tribe (laughs) to give warning of their arrival. So Carlisle opens up Google. He does a search. (laughs) He finds uh, a geologist named Alma Young who's working on one of the reservations. And so he gives her a little call and he's like...
0: A genealogist.
1: What did I say?
0: Geologist.
1: (laughs) That's what I meant. (laughs) She does family trees, not rocks. Okay.
0: (laughs) Cool either way. (laughs) Whichever one. Cool (laughs) job.
1: And he's like, hey, girl, I am (laughs) simply a descendant of Ephraim Black, wondering if I have any fam who still lives in the area. (laughs) And she's like, girl, I have some great news. Ephraim's grandson and great-grandchildren all live in the push.
0: Listen, if you ever want to find anything out, ask a genealogist. (laughs) They love telling you all the stuff they know.
1: (laughs) They do. They love it. Yeah, so uh, Carlisle's like, can I get a phone number? And she's like, hell yeah. Gives it to him. And she's sure that Billy's going to be thrilled to hear from his very distant cousin. (laughs) So Carlisle hangs up. He dials the number. He gives a call. And this is where we get Billy's recollection of this.
0: Although this is written so weird. It's written from Edward's point of view, but it's Billy's memories. Yeah. It's it was really weird. I was like the whole time I was reading it. I was like, why stop it? (laughs) If we're having Billy's memory, just have it be
1: from Billy's point of view. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. So, Billy's remembering how it was a regular old day. The twins were out. It was just Billy and Jacob. Billy was teaching Jacob. The boy. Or Yeah, the <laughs> boy. How to whittle a sea lion. A sea lion. That's cute. Out of some wood. And then they got a phone call. So, he wheels himself to the kitchen. Jacob's busy whittling. And he assumes it's Harry or Charlie. Because those are probably the <laughs> only people that call him. So, he goes, Hello. And Carlisle says, hello, is this Billy Black? And Billy's like, I don't know whose voice is is this, but it sounds very clear. (laughs) And they enunciate well, so I'm suspicious.
0: No human has a beautiful speech pattern like this. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And so he goes, yes, this is Billy, who's asking. And he hears, my name is Carlisle Cullen. And then Billy feels like he's going to throw up (laughs) or have a nightmare or both. And so he's like, hmm, I know this name. I know this kind of voice from a horror story from our legends. And even though he'd been warned and prepared, it was such a long time ago and he never actually believed that he'd have to live in the same world as that horror story. So Carlyle asks him, does my name mean anything to you? And he's like, how dare he sound 20 instead of 100 (laughs) years old.
0: How very (laughs) dare.
1: He says yes. And Carlisle says that's good, but Billy calls him the monster. And Carlisle says it makes it easier for us to fulfill our duty. Billy can't remember anything (laughs) suddenly. um, He knows he's talking about the treaty. And if the monster said he had a duty to discharge, then that could only mean one thing.
0: Go down there and just kill all of you. (laughs) today. Today. Get ready. Who cares about I a treaty if we can win? You I know? thought I would call in advance. <laughs>
1: Jeez. Billy goes pale. Uh, the walls start spinning. He says, you're coming back. Yes, says Carlisle. I know this must be unpleasant for you, but I can assure you, your, tri- your tribe is in no danger. We have not changed our ways. Billy wants to threaten <laughs> Carlisle, but he's like, I guess I shouldn't because I can't do anything regardless. Carlyle tells him we'll be living outside Forks and he tells him the coordinates, which Billy doesn't understand at first. And so he has to go find a Sharpie and he writes them down on his arm. <laughs> Such
0: awesome adulting going on here by Billy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My style.
1: Carlisle asks if he remembers the agreement. Billy does, and apparently they get a, or the Collins get a five-mile radius around wherever their lair was. <laughs> <laughs> that is off limits to any member of the tribe. Uh, he knows that five-mile radius isn't a lot, but it still seems like too much to him. And then he starts thinking about all of the kids and how in the world are they going to get them to believe these rules, especially his daughters and his happy son, blah, blah, blah. None of them believe the stories. And yet if they ever made an innocent mistake, they would be fair game. Carlyle says, great. We know it very well, too. You have nothing to worry about. I'm sorry for any distress this causes you, but we will not impact your people in any way. And then Billy doesn't say anything, so Carlisle tells him, we plan to live in Forks for about a decade. And Billy's like, 10 years? (laughs) And Carlisle says, my children will be attending the local high school. I don't know if any of your tribe's children come up to the school. Billy says no. And he says, well, if anyone wished to, I can assure you they will not be unsafe. Billy thinks of every kid in Forks and (laughs) thinks of what he could possibly do to protect them. Carlisle offers to give him his number so that they can talk or meet. And Billy says, no, (laughs) absolutely not. And Carlisle says, okay, whatever makes you comfortable. And then he remembers that the monster had spoken of his children. And Billy says, how many? (laughs) And Carlisle's like, how many what? (laughs) He says, how many of you are there? And Carlisle pauses, and he says, two more found our family. We are now a family of seven. Billy takes the phone (laughs) and very slowly hangs it up. (laughs) Billy. So dramatic.
0: Man.
1: The language that he uses for them is so funny. (laughs) The monsters, their lair. Really good. The bloodsuckers. Uh, Edward has to stop running now because they're almost to the treaty line, but also he doesn't <laughs> want to start anything, so he heads home. And he's like, okay, well, Billy wasn't thinking anything that helpful. He's going to go back to his safe zone and, and contact, contact his, his cronies. cronies. <laughs> Hi. All these
0: boys are so dumb.
1: <laughs> the Billy's use of dumb. language.
0: Edward's dumb. It's all dumb.
1: Everybody's dumb. Uh, so yeah, he's like, all right, I'm sure that they're going to just go through everything and then decide the same thing, which is the treaty is good and we should just stick with what we've got going. And he's like, oh no, I'm guessing that Billy will want to tell Charlie about this. And especially since a cold one had chosen his only daughter as a victim, a target, a meal. But everyone would be like, no, you cannot tell Charlie. So.
0: This, this is... This is what happened when Billy tried to warn Charlie before about other cold ones. Mm-hmm. It says, regardless, Billy's earlier attempt to alert Charlie to the danger of Carlisle working at the hospital hadn't gone well. <laughs> Adding in a heavy helping of the fantastical world certainly would not help. Billy had already recognized that himself. That's why Billy had alienated Charlie, because he talked crap on
1: the doctor you said Carlisle? <laughs> you don't like the doctor Carlisle Colon,
0: <laughs> You imagine they probably didn't talk for two weeks after Billy's death. Two that. months. <laughs> Charlie was like, Never ever disrespect the doctor in my house again. Leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> then he took his shotgun and bent it. Uh. <laughs> Uh, Edward's almost home he's like I'm just gonna tell Carlisle but we can't do anything either we're just gonna stick to the treaty and so he's running down the driveway and then he hears a car and so he (laughs) stops right in the middle of the road and here comes (laughs) Rosalie in her convertible and he waves at her (laughs) and she's like if it wouldn't break my car I would hit you he just nods "Mm, I know (laughs) She revs her car. He goes, I guess you heard about the game. She says, just let me go. And she doesn't know where she's going. She just wants to be away. And she's like, "Emmett staying. Isn't that enough? He says, please. And she's like, I don't know why you care about this so much. And he says, you are important to me. And she's like, everyone's going to have more fun without me. And he's like, you might be true. (laughs) She says, I won't be nice. And he says, I don't care if you're not nice. Just be tolerant. And she hesitates. And he's like, it's not going to be that bad. Maybe you're going to win the game. Make me look bad. And she's like, hmm. Well, then I get Emma and Jasper. (laughs) And Edward's like, all right.
0: Why would you choose them?
1: (laughs) Alice and Edward. That's the choice.
0: Duh. Hello.
1: (laughs) She instantly regrets the fact that she just made a deal with him. (laughs) Uh, She's going to have to be in the same place with (laughs) Bowen. But Edward just tells her nothing's going to happen. She's just going to watch us play a game. Think of it as an experiment. And Rosalie goes, in that it might blow up. (laughs)
0: Like a chemistry experiment.
1: (laughs) Uh, Edward just stares at her. She rolls her eyes. And he says, if it doesn't work, we'll just figure something else out. Rosalie thinks of many other things that they could do. (laughs) <laughs> but she's like fine i'll try mm, but that's about all you're getting from me and then she's like okay i have to go put on my baseball outfit then it <laughs> flies in reverse back towards the house she <laughs> it does not say that she turned around no
0: it said that she put her car in reverse and went 60 miles an hour to the garage <laughs>
1: that's what it says wow i read it Incredible. Uh, Edward runs straight towards the house, goes inside. Here we have Emmett watching four different baseball games <laughs> all at the same time. But he is distracted because he can hear Rosalie pulling back into the car, or back into the garage.
0: <laughs> he was really getting ready for this game. <laughs> who, does that much,
1: who does that much
0: research for a baseball game He's with to win. He's
1: got to win. <laughs> cool. Edward's like... Nothing you're going to see a hum- on a human baseball game is going to help you win. But Emmett's just like, you talked Rose into playing. Edward nods. Emmett is a grin. He's like, I owe you one. And Edward's like, aha, really? And Emmett's like, well, yeah, what do you want?
0: <laughs> Literally chill out around my girlfriend, okay? Don't be embarrassing. That's the only thing
1: he wants. <laughs> Don't scare her. <laughs> And Emmett's like, all right, cool. I'm just glad you're back because Emmett's been so bored with Edward in a mood and Edward at Bella's house all the time. (laughs) And he almost says sorry, but he knows Emmett doesn't really care. He's just glad he's back. So he asks where Alice and Jasper are and he's like, they're hunting. Jasper wants to be ready. It's super weird. Jasper is very excited about tonight. (laughs) And Edward's like, "Uh uh-huh, cool. And then (laughs) Esme. (laughs) Mom vibes right here. Thinks over to Edward. Edward, dear, I can hear you dripping on my (laughs) floors. Please change into something dry and mop that up.
0: (laughs) Imagine.
1: (laughs) I can hear you dripping. (laughs)
0: Imagine being such a mom. That you tell your 109-year-old kid (laughs) to mop the floor because you got it wet. Uh I love it so much. Those are goals.
1: Goals. (laughs) So he goes upstairs to change, and this time he's going to wear his best Charlie outfit. He's pulling (laughs) out the fancy rain jacket. He wants Charlie to know that he takes the cold and the weather very seriously. (laughs) Just wants to make sure Charlie feels like Edward is responsible.
0: This raincoat has a hood.
1: Yeah, it does. Automatically, I tucked my bottle cap into the pocket of my new jeans. Oh, no. (sighs) He mops. He thinks about how close the baseball clearing is, but knows that Bella isn't going to want to run the whole way there. So he has to figure out some way to make it half running because the shorter the distance, the better. But why, though? (laughs) <laughs> it adds an extra mm, four seconds onto the backpacking to drive the couple miles into the forest that you can
0: i don't know i don't like the whole thing is confusing to me that he drives there and then when when they go <laughs> he only does it to cut a few miles off That's- of The run. Literally
1: maybe three three seconds. Maybe three seconds. I don't like any of it. She can be on there for an extra three seconds, (laughs) I promise. It's very weird. But Edward, whatever. He's gonna give Bella a car ride. It'll be fine. He just wants to show off this cool Jeep. Yeah, he's like, Hey Emma, can I borrow your Jeep? (laughs) 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 Emmett makes fun of him for wearing his nice jacket to make sure he stays dry and cozy. (laughs) But Emma's like, sure, but now you owe me one. And Edward's like, cool. Runs back upstairs. Emma's just laughing at him. He tells Carlisle, blah, blah, blah. Carlisle's like, okay, nothing we can do. And then he goes to get the Jeep, which is the most enormous vehicle that they own. And Edward just hopes that it is rainy enough that no one will see them driving and they'll just think it's uh, someone who's traveling. I
0: hope so, too, because I would be so embarrassed to be in that that Jeep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he isn't sure if Bella's quite ready for him yet so he pulls up to like the block away from her house but close enough that he can hear them
0: he can hear that Charlie's thoughts are in a dither
1: they were in a, a dither it's <laughs> <laughs> like oh no okay she probably already started then he can tell that Charlie is thinking about Emmett. <laughs> and he's like, what is Bella doing? Does,
0: does Charlie think that she's dating Emmett? Yes. Okay. Because
1: he's like, he's too big. Yeah. And Bella's like, no, that's no, Emmett. No, it's his brother.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, I remember.
1: So Edward pulls over and he, there's people around on this other block, but he says he could pick Bella's voice out of a stadium full of shouting. Shut up. that's so cute he can hear Bella saying it's Edward dad and Charlie says is he and Bella says sort of and Charlie's like you told me last night you weren't interested in any of the boys (laughs) in town and Bella's like well he's not in town it's early don't embarrass me just be (laughs) chill and so Edward's like okay pretty sure I know what they're talking about then Uh, Charlie is a little concerned Uh, something's going on with Charlie. Charlie asks Bella, when is he coming over? Bella says he'll be here in a few. He says, where is he taking you? And Bella says, we're going to play baseball with his family. Charlie waits a moment, laughs at Bella. You're playing baseball. (laughs) Edward's like, okay, Bella doesn't like baseball. Got it. And Bella's like, I'll I'll probably just watch most of the time. And Charlie's like, you must really like this guy. And then he, Charlie's trying to figure out how long exactly they've been dating. (laughs) Can't quite figure it out. Edward makes a U-turn, parks behind the truck, goes up, presses the doorbell, puts on his hood. (laughs) You can hear Charlie, followed by Bella coming over to the door. Charlie opens it, staring at Edward's shoulder, <laughs> <laughs> has to take a step back and look at his face. He's so tall. And then Edward notices Charlie have the usual human to vampire reaction.
0: Is Charlie, wait, is Edward like 6'2"? Mm-hmm. Is that his height? And yeah. then Charlie's probably like 5'10". Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like...
1: And uh, Charlie, he can tell that he's gonna have a little adrenaline spike, he's gonna be a little twist of the stomach, but then he's gonna be like, no, this is fine. He's gonna be like, wow, teenage boy teenage boy (laughs) (laughs) our brains
0: do that to us they help us they protect us thank Mm -hmm. you brain for making me stupid (laughs) i appreciate it
1: so he just watches charlie's face as he like freaks out a little and then settles down and then charlie starts to think about carlisle Edward assumes that he is comparing their faces. I believe that he is thinking of his new vampire boyfriend and how cute it'll be when him and Bella and Edward and Carlisle can go on double dates together.
0: I love that. Uh,
1: because Charlie was definitely dissatisfied about something. <laughs> it's because he's not dating Carlisle, he's looking
0: around. Is your dad, is your dad here? <laughs>
1: Bella's just watching them. Charlie says, Come in, Edward. And so he says, Thanks, Chief Swan. Charlie says, Call me Charlie. Takes his jacket. And Charlie's like, all right, come on, have a seat in the living room. Bella not excited about this.
0: <laughs> no, don't have a seat, please.
1: <laughs> Edward sits in the armchair so that Bella and Charlie can sit on the sofa. Bella's not happy about this, so he winks at her. <laughs> And Charlie's like, so you're getting Bella to watch baseball. And he's like, yep. And he's like, well, good for you. And Edward just politely laughs. And Bella's like, all right, time to go. Gets her (laughs) jacket on. So Edward and Charlie get up. Edward puts his jacket back on. (laughs) They've been there for like three seconds. (laughs) Charlie tells her not to be out too late. And Edward says that he will have her home early. Charlie looks at Edward and says, you take care of my girl, all right. Bella groans, but Edward is very, very happy to be able to say to Charlie, she'll be safe with me, I promise, sir. Famous last words. Bella walks outside, so Edward and Charlie laugh at her again (laughs) and start to follow her out. But Bella freezes on the porch, so they stop behind her. And Bella is looking at the Jeep. Charlie gives it a whistle, tells them to wear their seatbelts. And so then Bella runs over to the Jeep. Edward has to do some lunges so he gets there first, but without being too fast, Charlie will notice. (laughs) He opens the door. Bella looks up at the seat, which I'm sure is about at her shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) Stands back a little bit. Is going to get a little, like, of a run and jump. But Edward knows that Charlie can't see them. So he just scoops her up, plops her in, goes around, hops inside. Uh, Bella is concerned with the harness. She's not sure what buckles into what. And so Edward buckles her in, touches her. (laughs) turns on the car and they start to pull away and she's like wow what a big jeep you have a big what a big jeep, jeep? you have
0: oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> edward's like oh it's emmett i didn't think you'd want to run the whole way and she's like where do you keep this thing and well we just changed one of the buildings into a garage <laughs> she asks if he's gonna put on his seat belts he stares at her she Put rolls your her eyes. Then <laughs> <laughs> she's like, Wait, run the whole way? So we're still going to run part of the way? And he's like, No, you're not going to run anywhere. She's like, Well, I'm going to be sick. He tells her to keep her eyes closed. She bites her lip. Uh, he wants to tell her that she'll be safe. And instead, he gives her a top of the head kiss. And then, oh no. He smells her hair it smells extra good from the rain he has to take a moment for himself <laughs> pulls back she's confused he's like you smell real good in the rain and she's like good way or bad way and he says both always both <laughs> so they start off-roading and he's gonna drive it a couple miles <laughs> into the forest
0: a f- just a few
1: miles
0: off the run how many how many miles is this run it's, it's 18 miles
1: maybe yeah probably <laughs> like just just backpack her the whole way
0: from the house to the clearing literally <laughs> I
1: don't Anyway, Bella's looking out the window, um, he's wondering why she's not talking, and then he realizes that she is holding on for dear life, and so he starts to slow down and be a little bit more smooth with the drive, and uh, he talks about how Bella hates to go anywhere that isn't in her dinosaur of a truck, and (laughs) (laughs) they get to the end of their off-roading trail, so it's time to run, and... Bella is like no thanks I will stay here
0: <laughs> once again illustrating the very difference between Bella and me I would be like let's go hot boyfriend I don't care what I have to do
1: <laughs> Edward's like why, why what happened to your courage you were so brave this morning and she's like I didn't forget the last time dude Edward goes over to her, opens the door, she doesn't move, he unbuckles her. She's like, no, I got this, you go on ahead. He's looking at her and he's like, I guess she does look a little nervous, but I don't want her to give up on traveling with me. (laughs) First of all, it's the easiest way to get around. Second of all, before Bella, running had been my favorite thing and I wanted to share that with her. So he has to give her yield convincing. He decides on dazzling. He thinks about all the pastimes that he's dazzled Bella and how he used to think that she was scared of him. So he thinks of all the things that he was doing during those times. And it seems like when he just stares at her, that does a trick.
0: It's he doesn't understand. It's not just staring. It's putting your eyelashes in between your eye and her Mm -hmm. through the eyelashes. Yep.
1: Also, kissing seems to be good. Uh, Except for when she stops breathing. So he's like, okay, hmm. Gonna have to tamper with your memory. And she's like, tamper with my memory. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, don't worry. And so he starts with a deep stare into her eyes, which makes her very blinky. And he's like, all right, blinking, good sign. He gets closer to her and puts his hands on either side of her head against the truck or the jeep. Bella backs up a little bit and he's like, there's no way she could be needing more space. And then she, she looks up at him and he's like, ah, the perfect angle for a kiss. She probably doesn't need space then. So he gets in closer and he says, what exactly are you worried about? <laughs> she is more of a blink. Uh, she is an unsteady breath. He's like, do I need to remind her to keep breathing? I don't know. <laughs> And she's like, well, I'm really worried about hitting a tree and dying and then getting sick. <laughs> and Edward laughs. laughs. It's like really cute order of events. And then he slowly leans down and puts his lips against her collarbones. And she is a, another hard to breathe, heart of flutter. And he says against her throat, are you still worried now? And it takes her a second and she says Yes. About hitting trees and getting sick. And then Edward moves his mouth all the way up her throat uh, and says the next question against the edge of her jaw and says, and now, and Bella is now breathing in quick pants.
0: I feel like I'm intruding uh, on This them. is very <laughs> personal. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll go over there and wait for you
1: guys. She says, trees, motion sickness. He takes his lips all the way up to her eyes, kisses one eyelid (laughs) eyelid, and then the next one. And he says, Bella, do you really think I would let a tree hit you? And she goes, no, but I might. (laughs) (laughs) And then he kisses down her cheek and stops right at the edge of her mouth and says, would I let a tree hurt you? And then he takes his upper lip and touches it to her lower lip. Stop it. Very lightly.
0: Just kidding. Don't stop ever
1: and she says no (laughs) (laughs) and now he doesn't take his lips off of hers he says you see there's nothing to be afraid of is there she goes no with a shuddering sigh and then Edward's like god damn this is sexy
0: (laughs) he gives her a full mouth press he's getting out of control
1: (laughs) uh My desire was not for the old needs. These were new passions, and I hadn't learned how to govern them. (laughs) He smashes his mouth into hers. He wants to feel her skin against every part of him. Every part of me. It says it right there. Every part. This new fire, a fire without pain, raged even hotter when her arms wrapped tightly around my neck and her body bowed into mine. Her heat and her pulse were fused against my own from chest to thigh. My bangs cannot handle this. I was drowning in sensation. Drowning in sensation. Bella opens her mouth. (laughs) Edward is so into this. But then, thank God, the venom and the muscle tightening brings him to his His murder senses, and he gets a clear head. He pulls back. Her fingers fall down. Horror, murder, death, blood, everything. He's like, did I almost just kill Bella? Did I almost just bed, Bella? This is not great. (laughs) (laughs) Bella looks startled. He can't believe that he almost just killed her right here, right now. Bedded her right there, right now. And also, what if Bella took her tongue and put it on one of my teeth?
0: (laughs) What if accidentally a tongue
1: teeth touch? Would have been bad. Would have been sexy. If Bella only knew that that's all it took. (laughs) Do it, Bella. Like Bella, you just gotta... Lick that tooth. Literally <laughs> <laughs> slide it across. Get a, just a little tiny cut and you're good. He's not going to try to suck the venom out of your tongue, is he? No. He would. He would do he that. He literally That'd would. That'd be so gross.
0: Disgusting. Maybe he would just...
1: <laughs> just chomp the, Never mind. the tongue out.
0: Just squeeze the tongue. Ew. Tongues are squeezable. <laughs>
1: I hope that's the title of this episode. (laughs) Tongues are squeezable. Uh, So he says, damn it, Bella, you'll be the death of me, I swear you will. And he is disgusted by himself, and he's like, if I kill her, that kills me too. And Bella has to put her hands on her knees. (laughs) And she says, you're indestructible. And he's like, she's almost right. But... Not without her. I need her. And he says, I may have believed that before I met you. And uh, Doesn't want to be alone anymore. So he's like, we got to get out of here before I do something <laughs> really stupid. So Bella gets in backpack position. Edward tells her to close her eyes. So she does a shoulder tuck and they're off. The run wasn't long. <laughs>
0: How long?
1: Eight seconds.
0: Eight <laughs> It we went from do ten 1 to eight mile per second. I think so. Is that what you're telling me?
1: Yeah, that sounds right to me.
0: Until Stephanie decides to tell us. <laughs> sounds good. Mm-hmm. One mile per second.
1: I'll do my calculations later when we get to <laughs> the sprinting across Canada part. Okay. <laughs> and I'll tell you about what I've come <laughs> up with with how fast they are, but um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Okay, so. While they're running, Edward has time to think to himself, I have to draw a more careful line and limit my physical contact with her. And Bella doesn't move. Her heart seems good. So when he stops, he's like, it's over, Bella. And she loosens her arms, takes a breath, loosens her legs. Suddenly she's gone. (laughs) She says, oh, Edward turns around. There she is on the ground, very awkwardly looking, looks shocked, doesn't know how she got there. Edward doesn't know why it's so funny, but it was. He starts (laughs) laughing so badly and he cannot stop. Bella rolls her eyes. She stands up. She wipes the mud off her jacket and Edward laughs even more at the look on her face.
0: He's so rude.
1: She glares at him. (laughs) She starts to walk off. So he stops laughing. He goes after her and he's like, where are you going? She's like, I'm going to watch a baseball game. You don't seem to be interested anymore, but I'm sure everyone else will have fun without you. So he tells her she's going the wrong way. And so she turns around and starts walking in the other direction. And he's like, nope, that's not right either. And he says, don't be be mad. I couldn't help myself. You should have seen your face. Laughs again. She looks at him angry. And she's like, oh, are you the only one who gets to be mad? And he's like, oh. Right, right, right. He says, "I wasn't mad at you," and she's like, "Oh yeah, Bella, you'll be the death of me." And then he's like, "Oh, okay, Bella, that was simply a fact."
0: Bella's being quite idiotic and quite stupid. Uh, Why? Okay, first of all, don't don't have a fight with your hot hot new boyfriend just to prove the point that it's okay for you to be mad. Also, that's all. That's all I have. The first of all.
1: (laughs) You don't need to get in a fight with him right now. It's true. But when he yells at you and then gets all mad that you want to yell at him. Like, hey, I can yell at you, too. He wasn't
0: yelling at her. She doesn't know that, though. Bella, come on.
1: And he's like, so he tries to grab her and she just pulls away. And he goes, (laughs) or she goes, you were mad. And he says, yes. And she's like, but you just said. And he's like, no, that I wasn't mad at you. Can't you see that, Bella? Don't you understand? And she's like, see, what? He goes, I'm never angry with you. How could I be? (laughs) And he's like, you're brave and trusting and warm. And then in his head, he continues forgiving and kind and sympathetic and sincere and good, essential, crucial, life-giving. He could go on. He decides not to. (sighs) She's like, well, then why? And Edward assumes that her unfinished thought was something along the lines of, why did you snap at me so cruelly? So he idiot sandwiches her, (laughs) stares at her with his eyes, and he says, I infuriate myself the way I can't seem to keep from putting you in danger. My existence puts you at risk, blah, blah, blah. I hate myself. I should be stronger. Usual Edward things. And so she lips closed (laughs) with a finger. She says, don't. And he says that the confusion had disappeared from her eyes, leaving only kindness behind. And so he takes her hand and he puts it on his cheek and he says, "I love you." <laughs> it's a poor excuse for what I'm doing, but it's still true. And Belle just stares at him.
0: This is this is the first time that he says out loud, "I love you," yes. and she recognizes that, but he doesn't because mm-hmm. he's like he's thought it in bajillion times. He doesn't realize he's never actually said it out loud before. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. He tells her to please behave yourself. <laughs> and then he gives her one kiss very brief everyone holds still (laughs) check mark she tells him that he told charlie she'll be home early so they better get going and so and he goes helping me again i wished my weakness didn't force her to have to be so strong he grabs her by the hand they walk into the clearing Uh, which is an open place, convenient. They like to go there. Carlisle is putting up the diamond. Alice and Jasper are practicing tricks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're spinning bats. They're leaping. They're Uh (laughs) (laughs) pyramids.
1: Uh, There's Esme. She's sitting next to Emma and Rosalie. And as soon as they walk in, Rosalie looks over, yanks her hand out of Esme's and walks away. Edward's like, well, yeah, I guess she said she wasn't going to be nice. And Esme's like, oh, she's so ridiculous because Esme's been trying to talk to Rosalie all afternoon. Hasn't been working. And so Esme's just kind of over it. Uh, but Emmett's like, it'll be fine. Once we get started, whatever. Esme and Emmett come over to say hi. Edward gives Emmett a look. <laughs> Emmett's like, it's fine. I know. I promised. And he looks at Bella. And he's like, this is cool to have a human doing our vampire things. And it's exciting. And Edward describes Emmett's reaction to Bella as, I don't know how to say this. I started too late. He goes, and a human who was, to his mind, more or less one of us now. He had only positive experiences with adding to the family. And he was eager to include Bella as well. That's really really sweet. (laughs) Uh, or Edward wants to be excited about this, but he knows that Emmett thinks that Bella's going to be a vampire, so he's not that excited. Um, But it's fine. Everyone will get it after a while. Esme asks if they heard Edward making that (laughs) noise, and she says it loud enough for Bella to hear. Emmett says, yeah, it sounded like a bear choking. And Bella's like, hee hee, yes, that was him. And Emmett grins at her, and he's so excited that she's playing along. Edward says that Bella was being unintentionally funny, and then Alice comes zooming over, and Edward almost tells her to not, but she knows better than he does what doesn't and does scare Bella. Uh, she says it's time, and then the thunder comes. No, and she goes. She goes. It's time. <laughs>
0: That was Mm -hmm. the lightning.
1: Apparently there's lightning in your version. (laughs) (laughs) There's only thunder on the page.
0: That was just a Homestar reference.
1: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Emmett says, eerie, isn't it? To Bella and winks at her.
0: (laughs) And Bella's kind of
1: excited, a little hesitant. And then uh, Emmett glances over at Edward and he goes, I like her. (laughs) Alice is like, let's go, let's go. We only have a certain amount of time. And so they head over to Carlisle. And Esme thinks to Edward, can I have a moment with her? I'd like her to be comfortable with me. And Edward's like, okay, that's cool. She wants her to see her as a person and a friend and not something to be afraid of. And so he says, are you ready? And Bella says, go team. (laughs) And then he leaves her with Esme and goes after Emmett and Alice. And he listens to what they're talking about And Esme doesn't have anything specific she wants to say. She just wants to interact with Bella. And so Edward is half paying attention to their conversation and half paying attention to the game. Blah, blah, blah. I almost said basketball, basketball.
0: (laughs) Baseball, baseball, sports, sports,
1: sports. Mm -hmm. Then he's listening to them again. And he's surprised that Esme is talking about her oldest wound. Yeah. About her first son.
0: Oh, gosh. He's so sweet. He's like, I don't know why Esme like wants to like suddenly be sharing everything about herself with Bella. But then he's like, there was something about the way Bella listened. Hadn't I been eager to spill every dark secret I'd ever had? Hadn't young Jacob Black betrayed an ancient treaty simply to amuse her? She must have this effect on everyone. I'd never noticed that about Bella before, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to
1: tell her everything. And spoiler alert. This makes sense based on what Edward tells us about Renee later. She got a little bit of Renee's gift and a lot of bit of Charlie's <laughs> gift. So It's so cool. It does make sense. Um, Bella says to Esme, you don't mind that I'm all wrong for him then? And Esme just thinks, poor child, this must be so overwhelming <laughs> for her. And she says, No. You're what he wants. It'll all work out somehow. But Esme also is certain that Bella will become a vampire. And then, okay, they start the game. Rosalie should have known better than to let Edward and Alice on the same team. (laughs) Bella is happy, so he grins over at them. She looks entertained. Baseball, baseball.
0: Literally, I just put on the top of this page... This is a sports page Mm -hmm. with an arrow pointing down. The whole thing is just them playing baseball.
1: Yep. There's this one time when Emmett hits the ball up in the air instead of really far, knowing that gravity was slower than Edward. (laughs) 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 Really cool. Really cool. One time, Rosalie does a thing and Bella claps and <laughs> <laughs> Edward says, I was surprised to hear that she was ever so slightly softened. <laughs> I knew how much Rosalie craved admiration. And he goes, maybe I should tell her some of the complimentary things Bella had said about her beauty. <laughs> She's... Um,
0: if she would look at Bella now, she would see Bella's obvious marveling, <laughs> a little time, and a lot of compliments. That's all it takes for me, too. <laughs> I would love you if you just take your time. Tell me how pretty I am a lot.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> so Edward's like, all right, we might have something to work with here. <laughs> Emmett, too, was enjoying Bella's excitement. He already liked her more than I expected.
0: Mm. Baseball, more baseball, sports. baseball, more baseball. Sports. The next two pages is pretty much all baseball.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, this one time Jasper throws <laughs> the ball to Carlisle and Edward knows that it's going to be a perfect hit and wishes that he could tell Bella to cover her ears because it's going to be really loud. Uh, Edward the whole game just watches Bella make sure she's not getting bored but she's looking like she's loving it so he's <laughs> like, all right,
0: cool. My favorite thing ever, you guys.
1: Emily, when
0: she takes her notes for the chapters she highlights, you know,
1: um, eighty like, percent of the page. Yeah, I would
0: say eighty percent, ninety percent of the page. Because she, she's like, this is what I want to touch on. So I talk about these past few pages that I, all I did was write sports and drew an arrow. She didn't d- highlight anything. Like a sentence they're just empty except for like <laughs> one or maybe two sentences on the page. It's so funny. It's <laughs> just like when we talked about Quidditch. Yeah, <laughs> we're just like sports. I don't know.
1: Read it if you want to know. I don't know. <laughs> Sports I do commentary like is not in my interest.
0: Me neither. But I do like it when Rosalie calls Edward a tool in
1: front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated that. True. A pathetic <laughs> cheating tool. Oh, so good. And then they keep playing. They're almost done. And then out of nowhere, Alice gives an, oh. We don't like that. Mm -mm. We don't like it when Alice just says, oh, Mm -mm. out of nowhere. No, thank you. (laughs) Edward notices that there are so many images going through her mind and that nothing was left of the future she'd been perfectly confident in before this moment. Nothing. Nothing. Everything's changing, you guys. I'm so nervous. (laughs) Alice and I both felt a shiver of panic. Alice focuses. She sees three strangers' faces, the three vampires that she saw, running toward us. Shit.
0: Right now. Right now. Here they
1: come. Edward goes over to Bella, thinks about running away with her right now, but he knows that there are lots of futures that have those two alone and outnumbered. Can
0: I do an admit? Yes. Yes. I do this with every movie I watch and every book I read when I read it the third or second or fourth time. I just really hope that this time it's different. (laughs) I just this time was like, oh, man, I was really hoping this wouldn't happen this time.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Esme asks Alice what's wrong. Jasper ran to Alice almost as fast as Edward moved to Bella is just like I didn't see I couldn't tell she's thinking about the visions that she had before comparing them with the ones she had now the ones that she had before had these same three people but they were coming to the house tomorrow night which is what Edward was prepared for but something changed their plans and Edward knows that it might still be really friendly but he notices that him and Bella are there in the vision where they're having a pleasant conversation just in the background so Carlisle comes over and he puts a hand on Alice's arm and he goes, "What is it?" And so Alice is like, "They were traveling much quicker than I thought. I had the perspective wrong before." And Jasper asks her what changed, and she says they heard us playing and it changed their path. Everyone stares at Bella. For <laughs> that's her worst
0: nightmare right there. She doesn't care about the vampire, she just doesn't want everybody don't looking look at, at her. Me. <laughs>
1: Carlisle asks how soon, Edward. It's kind of a really far distance for him to listen across, but they're vampires, so they're a little bit stronger to hear. And so he can find them, and he says that they are less than five minutes away, and they're running because they want to play. Carlisle looks at Bella again, and he thinks to Edward, you have to get her away from here, and says out loud, can you make it? So Alice's focus is on all of the possibilities of what will happen if they leave what happens if he tries to run away with Bella. And he knows that Bella wouldn't slow him down very much, but he would not be fast enough. And there they are, again, surrounded and outnumbered. So leaving, not an option. Alice sees that they're all going to be coming into the clearing from a different angle, and then they'll all meet up before they step in. And so if any one of them heard him running, they would go after him. So he tells Carlisle, no, not carrying. <laughs> <laughs> Carlisle is very freaking concerned about this. Uh. And Edward's like, The last thing we need is for them to catch the scent and start hunting. So Emmett's like, Well, how many? <laughs> and Alice says, Three. And Emmett just snorts. Three. <laughs> Honestly, <them> come. <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> Carlisle considers what they can do, but. Edward agrees with Emmett. Um, There's enough of them that the strangers would have to be suicidal to start a fight. So Carlisle says, well, let's just continue the game. Alice just said they're curious. And so now that Carlisle has made a decision, Alice can kind of see where that's going to go. Things get a little bit more solid. Most of the outcomes are peaceable. There's a few of them that have a standoff, but Alice can't see what is going to cause it. So... Edward's going to throw up right here on he the baseball rug. <laughs> he's like, how did I let this happen? The baseball rug.
0: <laughs> he can't throw up because then a will lose Bella's tear. Yeah, that's all
1: he's got in there. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Esme comes over to him and asks if they're thirsty or if they're hunting. And he knows that they're not thinking about it. And he also knows that in all of Alice's visions, their eyes are very red. And so he just shakes his head. And she's like, "Well, that's something." <laughs> they already ate their victims. <laughs> Don't like that. She was nearly as horrified as I was, though. Esme was no fighter. I could hear how fierce that ma- this made her feel. She would defend Bella as if she were her own child. Ugh. So Edward says, "You catch Esme, I'll call it." So Esme goes and plays, and he says, "Alice, like Esme, had no intention of moving away from Bella." Her protective thoughts were not exactly like Esme's, not as maternal, but I could see that she, too, would shield Bella at any cost. At any cost. (sighs) Even though Edward still wants to throw up, he is so grateful that everyone is so committed to Bella. (laughs) He tells her to take her
0: hair down. No, please don't. OMG, please leave it (laughs) on. But her skin, her disgusting, lumpy skin. Hood. Hat. Hood. Take off his stupid... Rain jacket and put it on her. True. Put get her as many vampire smells as you can. Something, anything.
1: <laughs> You're not wrong. Just gonna scream into the void. <laughs> uh, because you know she's got her scent, her heartbeat, her skin, all her humanness. So she pulls her hair down and she gets what's going on. And she asks him. Well, she just says the others are coming now. He says yes. Stay very still, keep quiet, and don't move from my side, please. And then Edward goes and takes some of her hair to better position to <laughs> he camouflage. goes like this. <laughs> oh, I was going to demonstrate, but my headphones made it awkward, and now I don't want to.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. He's like, hold still. Apart. <laughs> really good.
1: Uh, Alice is like, that's not going to help. I could smell her across the field. And he's just like, I know. Bella's like, what did Esme ask you? And he's like, should I lie? No. She asked whether they were thirsty. Bella starts to get nervous. Alice is watching her visions come more solid. And he is relieved to see that no one's going to pass Bella's scent on their way into the clearing. There's lots of ways this can go once they're here, but at least they're past that. And he sees himself defending Bella many times, the others always standing with him, except for Rosalie. Rosalie only cares about Emmett. He can hear them getting closer. Uh, they're all just very curious. He knows that the redheaded female, the redheaded woman, thank you, uh, is very anxious. <laughs> she is prepared to run if there's any aggression that happens whatsoever. The two men were just excited to play some baseball okay but
0: all right I have I have a thing so one of the reasons that they decide not to just like kill these three immediately is because they're like the the girl's gonna run away Mm -hmm. like she's fast so if we do that she'll just run away go get her (laughs) kill James and Laura and go get her Mm -hmm. right right if she comes back, good.
1: Get but her when She has no reason to come back now. Yeah. In this moment. No. Who is she going to go get? Nobody. Okay. That's Why would she come back? Kill him now. <laughs> so Edward's like, oh, man, if only me and Bella hadn't been here. They would have just been all these guys here. They would. Everything would be fine. Oh, This sucks. I should have thought about this. When we play baseball, it makes a very specific noise. I knew they were going to be <laughs> in the area ish. And he's like, this, this is crappy. He thinks about how if this had happened before Bella, he would have been excited for it. But now all he feels is dread, panic, and guilt. So he says, I'm sorry, Bella. It was stupid and irresponsible to expose you like this. I'm so sorry. Bella just stares at him. And then here come the three strangers coming into the clearing Edward moves so that he is standing completely in front of Bella and begins tapping his foot quietly to the rhythm of her heartbeat, hoping to disguise it as long as he could by creating a plausible source for the sound. (laughs) Oh, Edward, you sweet baby angel. Carlisle turns. And he says that we would not give away any of our advantages, but we would pretend to have no more than our extensive vampire senses to guide us. Frozen, motionless, as if we were hewn from the rock around us, we waited.
0: All right, so here's my rewrite. It starts at the point where the the three of them just walk into the clearing. Mm -hmm. The second those three get there, you kill them. The end.
1: (laughs) Baseball game continues. Use their arms as the bats. Use their heads as the ball. That's so
0: funny. (laughs) (laughs) Their arm catches the ball. (laughs) Right? Right. So funny. (laughs) Also, okay, no, I, I can actually solve this problem. Don't kill all three of them. Kill the guys. Let Victoria run away and be mad and have her vampire army. We can still have Eclipse. But kill these guys so we don't have to have the whole Arizona thing happen. Charlie doesn't ever decide to hate Edward. I just fixed it, you guys. I fixed it. We don't have to do Bella's stupid plan of going to Arizona. It's brilliant. It's
1: better, certainly. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Ugh.
1: Also, we can skip a lot of this Edward thinking that oh, happens. No, I know, I know. It's not great. (laughs) It's real bad, actually. Nothing's good from here on out. Uh, Anyway, thanks for listening, you guys. Yeah, thank
0: you so much. You guys are very wonderful. We love you.
1: And remember, you don't really need to drive when you can just run. (laughs) It's true. Okay, love you guys. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on
0: Instagram twitter and facebook at remember twilight podcast
1: please consider joining us on patreon for a weekly bonus episode access to our notes original artwork and to connect with our awesome community you
0: can message us at remember twilight podcast at gmail.com send us a voice message on anchor or leave a review on itunes
1: check out the show notes for all this information and more
0: Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.